0: welcome to local only cantina
1: mixing it up with brandon and sheree
0: what's up we're back hey hey
1: how's it going
0: all right, here we go. So <laughs> it's been a second. Um, we were gonna do one the other night for about Valentine's Day, but it got a little bit crazy. So you're gonna have to wait till next year. Sorry.
1: Yeah, had to do the parenting thing. Yeah. and, you know, do our own things. Girls so. need
0: to have Valentine's date dresses and stuff like that. So yeah, our, our little. 11 year old went on her first little valentine's date dance so she got a rose and stuff it was really cute
1: yeah super cute
0: yeah so we didn't get to do our podcast that night but that's okay we're here now so what do you think you're in charge you go for it
1: okay well i think maybe we should start off how we always start off with a drink drink all right
0: i like it cheers cheers It hmm. a little stronger than the normal, huh?
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is the cantina, so yeah. you know, got to start it off with a drink. Yeah. Heck, yes, you do.
0: We're drinking some uh, Salt Flats Bonneville bourbon whiskey. It's really, um, it's really good, but it is. Um, Stronger than Jack, that's for sure. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Usually, so, Drake. Anyways, go on. So,
1: what? <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, we, we've had kind of a lot of craziness going on. Last time we talked about my goals and being able to meet those goals, and that was kind of fun. And have a lot of new fun things that we're going to try to bring in over the next little bit. So hopefully you guys like what we're going to bring to the table. But today, I've kind of been following along with Tony Robbins lately. And I always think it's very important to be able to have a mentor of some sort who can help you up-level your life in some way. And um, Kind of the cool thing is that I'm doing a training through... Tony Robbins, but I just decided to pull up some of his stuff on relationships, and there was a video that I thought was really cool, and um, do you want to tell him the name of it? I can't remember the exact name of it, but we wanted to kind of go through it and discuss it, and I think there's a lot of really, really great things to discuss here as a couple, and just with relationships in general and, and how important they are, so...
0: Let's see. Um, I'm sure I'll post a link on this when she posts this. Um, but it's called... The Seven Keys of Love and Relationships. T- Tony and Sage. So it's with his wife as well. Yeah.
1: So, Yeah, it's kind of... It sorry, go on. Um, it's been kind of weird because I... When Brandon and I were first married, um, Brandon had the um, disc set from Tony Robbins when he was younger. And... We would listen to it in the car, we'd listen to it here and there, and Tony Robbins has always been someone that I always felt, I kind of had things figured out or had some really cool like philosophies that I really loved that um, at the time I kind of incorporated into my life, And but it's been a long time since I've actually listened to him, so just recently I had some of his stuff come across my feed on social media, and so I've been really, diving into it and kind of the cool part about it and what we're doing with our podcast is that he actually has been doing a lot more stuff with his wife and I think it's super cool because back then when we listened to him before, (laughs)
0: last
1: time we listened to him when we were younger, he was a single guy that was kind of like just becoming like this big thing, you know, not just becoming, he's already a big thing at that time, but um, Big because
0: he's like gi- giant too. <laughs>
1: yeah. But no, I mean, it, just his whole story is just such an amazing story because he came from nothing. He had no money and he was a 17-year-old kid who really like had this start to this empire that he built. And it's pretty amazing. But the thing that I think is so beautiful with him now is the fact that he does this with his wife. And that... Whenever they talk about relationships, she's always he always brings her in so that they have both sides of um, how to play into a relationship. But
0: well, I so I think that's somewhat the the new thing though too, right? So some of the 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 guys that I follow, I don't uh, don't know, Garrett White, I don't know guys like that. They do a lot of a lot of things with their wives nowadays too Um, and I think that's somewhat the new thing but I think people are starting to realize that you can't necessarily have real success in life without like relationships you know because you can can be super successful you can be rich you can spend all your time at your office and your wife feels um, alone and depressed and lonely and all that stuff I mean she can only go spend so so much money before she's bored still right you know um but yeah i mean a lot of these guys a lot of these guys that are success coaches and stuff like that now um relationships are certainly a part of what they discuss a big part of what they discuss whereas probably 10 15 years ago it was all business it was all sales it was all get your ass out the door and grind right um
1: Well, I think too we have this world right now where women are so empowered to be able to do their own thing and build their own empire. But it really, when you sit down and you really think about it, like the men who have built these empires have had this partnership with this woman, and they're just kind of bringing them into light and letting them know that you know this is this kingdom that they built together and having the support of your woman or having even the support of your man is key to success. I mean, really, what is life if you don't have relationships? If you don't have any like any sort of relationship, even if you're not in a marriage or in a relationship with somebody, still the relationships that you have that surround you are really what create the quality of life that you have. And that's why even like with COVID and everything that we've been through, People have been shutting people out and have been hiding in their homes, and their quality of life is really deteriorating deteriorating because we need those relationships. We need that human contact, that human touch, and I think that's what the issue with a lot of relationships are is we're trained to kind of like, especially with... Um, women in the movements that are going on, we're trying to create our own separate thing, but we don't realize the power that we can have when we unite together and we create this empire together. We yeah. create this kingdom together and the strength that comes from that. And I think mean, that's kind of the beauty behind this whole thing. So. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm just real quick right now looking through just some, some podcasts I follow. And I mean, shoot, I mean, you got Tom Bill, Bill, you and his wife. Um, they talk about that shit all the time. You got Sean Way, Wayland and his wife, the Sean and Sachs show. You got um, Ed Milet talks about relationships all the time. Um, but I swear that's like a fairly new thing, though, right? You know, it's, it's just been within the last short time that people have seen that. I mean, I'm looking at Aubrey Marcus right now. Like, I mean, he had a... They always talked about relationships until they decided to be open, and then they... His wife found a new boyfriend that she liked more than him, then divorced his ass. Now he has a new wife who's super hot, also, and now they're super into them. Yeah. <laughs> it, anyways, that's. I did
1: not know all that I,
0: I I did because I followed him a lot. Now, when I first actually. So, actually, that proves my point, though. So, when I first found Aubrey Marcus's podcast, it was strictly business. He's the CEO of On It. He sold his com- company, he made a shitload of money. He brought his wife onto the podcast right and then all of a sudden they like their podcast became more famous because they started talking about sex and open relationships and all this stuff well now they're divorced he's got a new thing and now he's like he's this like guru that does like i i waska all the time and he's he's turned he's oh, he's a little yeah. bit of a trip now right now. yeah um but again like i said the relationship part is somewhat new and even when i found him it was strictly business first right um, when I first discovered Sean, or, um, Tom Bilyeu, it was business. And then all of a sudden, his wife started to c- come on the show and stuff like that, too. So Yeah, she actually has her own podcast yeah, now. And she's and, freaking rad. And she's, yeah. she's English, and she has kind of a sexy accent. Yeah,
1: she so. actually has this book that I just read. And um, I'm going to actually kind of invite other women to read this book because it actually is all about confidence and mm-hmm. being able to... Up level your life, so it's kind of cool. So, all these level powerful up. couples out there level up, yeah, level up. There you go. Did I say up level? Yeah, I always, I always do that.
0: <laughs> anyway, my point is, is Singsies, I, Sings. Singsies, I feel like this is a somewhat new thing the last few years, um, but I think it's cool and it's needful, right? Yeah. So, here we go. Let's go back to this thing. We are gonna play parts of it. We probably will pause and uh, talk about it along the way. Um, and, and again, it's all... going to add this to the, the thing afterwards. We're not high tech enough to have it where we can just play it on the screen right now. So she's going to have to do all that stuff. Good thing she has skills. All right. It's called The Seven Keys of Love and Relationships. Tony and Sage Robbins.
2: This is the one area of life where the most pain and the most pleasure shows up. quality of life is the quality of relationships. What about your partner whether you're single or
0: whether you're married or whether you discovering what you are. Hold on, pause. It's only like two minutes long, but this might take the whole episode. We're gonna pause it a <laughs> few times. The quality of life is the quality of your relationships.
1: Yeah, we kind of were talking say, about it. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, if you are surrounding yourself in an environment, like say you're it's not even about relationships no. like if well, you if you take or sorry about marriage <laughs> about marriage or like having a, a partner of some sort right even in like your friendships and your families um that really matters and when i think it's very interesting when i find somebody who is like oh screw my family screw this screw that like screw these people like and they just hate people constantly and they never want to invite people into their life and they want to be alone. And you can always see those people as being those who are, are actually kind of slowly like getting into an area in life where they don't love to be, where they don't want to be. I mean, the people that we surround ourselves really can be the ones who lift us up. One thing that I have always like thought was beautiful, even that Tony Robbins says is That surround yourself with people who have the qualities that you want to become. If you surround yourself with people like that, and especially if you find a partner who can like be that for you, like you're only going to benefit by that them kind of rubbing off on you.
0: We were just discussing this in a different way, like immediately before before this. Yeah. Um, (laughs) and this is kind of a different kind of male-female dynamic thing where women. If they see some girl walk by that's really beautiful or pretty or sexy or something like that, they're more apt to be, like, jealous and they're going to hate. They're going like, oh, that, fuck that bitch, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I bet she's a hag. I bet she's a bitch, yeah. right? Whereas guys are like, whoa, that dude looks awesome. I need to hit the gym. Or, like, I mean, I'll, or, Mom, that, that guy's got an awesome car. I need to go home and work, and work on my project car. Or that guy's into these things and I think that's cool so I want to be his friend right you know like we're just different c- creatures like that
1: Well the whole and I conversation we
0: want to to be like that
1: Yeah that whole conversation kind of came up because we were at a Super Bowl party and I I just always love to people watch and Brandon has this thing where like people just are naturally drawn in like well other men like other men like like see him and they're like they just want to have a conversation with him and they're kind of drawn to him and and to me like i look at brandon and i'm like most of the time i feel like maybe he has resting bitch face i don't know (laughs) and but women and men see each other differently and that's the crazy thing like i've had many women ask me oh are you you a cheerleader in high school and stuff and then they're like immediately turned off to me and i'm like what's wrong with cheerleaders in high school like I wasn't a cheerleader, so I'm not in that category. But why are we so quick to judge as women, and why are men a little bit more open, especially in like older years, to have a relationship with somebody that they don't know? And I think it's crazy because we only have so much to gain by having new people in our lives and being able to like incorporate new experiences from these people. Yeah and i just think it's kind of cool like i think that's one of the things i really love about brandon is the fact that not only like does he attract people to him but he's somebody that like honestly like you want to be around and you want to spend time with and just even have crazy conversations that's why we do these no, i'm just <laughs> i don't even know where i went with that it was a ramble
0: <laughs> yeah unless you're a Dickhead, I'll, I'll let you know that yeah. too. Um, <laughs> no, but for real though, like the quality of your life is the quality of your relationships and not just romantically. In fact, that's just a small part of it, right? That's a super important part of it. Yeah. However, um, it also should be all your other relationships also. You know, I mean, I ride with a motorcycle club. We've talked about this before on here, but it's hard for people to uh, understand because we're always working too. I mean, right now my, my chapter is looking to do a service pro 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 project here in the next few weeks. And it's like a shitload of work. And I had friends ask me like, why do you want to do all that work? And I'm like, Uh, it's just the brotherhood that's built with this whole thing is just so worth it (laughs) right you know I mean it is work but it's like we also have a lot of fun too and we all love to ride and that's the thing that like you know riding a motorcycle is the single most solitary thing you can do but it also brings people together like nothing else on this earth does right which is like a weird like it's like Wayne's World right like yeah we're looking down on Wayne's Basement only that's not Wayne's Basement, right? Total freaking haiku. It makes no sense on the surface, but it does make sense. Um,
1: but I think, too, like you're surrounding yourself with a group of people who want a greater good. and well, they want a greater
0: good, or, but they want a brotherhood, yeah. though, right? So, like, when we pat, patch in new members of the club, we ask them, Why do you want to be in this club? And the stories that they tell are amazing. I mean, some of them totally like pull at your heartstrings, you know, and, and they want a brotherhood. They want the camaraderie. They need the relationships in their life. People are tribal people. We have the need to have a tribe. We have the need to, to have a clan, right? You know, you have the need to have, to, to need to surround yourself with people that you know have, have your back no matter what, right? So on this podcast here, we talk mostly about romantic relationships but what Tony says there it goes way beyond that. The quality of your life depends on the quality of your relationships. And that expands, expands way further than your own personal one-on-one romantic free relationship. It also goes clear out to all your friendships, your associations that you have. The better your relationships are, the better you're going to just be in general. You're going to walk around with a smile on your face because you love the people that you're surrounded with. And they love you too, right?
1: Yeah, and it also goes right straight into the home too. You know, The, the relationships that you have with your partner, but also with your children, with your parents, with your siblings, you know being able to create better lasting relationships with the people that you love will only give you a higher quality of life. And what happens when you have a higher quality of life is you actually want to live while you're living. You know, you want to keep going. You keep wanting to add to your life instead of just wallowing in your despair and wanting to be done.
0: Yeah. I mean, we always like when our friends, when our, like, group of friends that live near us and they're really tight and our kids are all friends or everything, when they leave, we give big hugs and we say we we love you, right? You know? I say that to my guy friends, too. I was on a phone call with the state pres of my club today and when I got off the phone, this big bur- burly motherfucker of a biker told me he loved me, right? You know? Like, it's true. Like, we do, right? So, um, we don't need to, like, beat this one to death but for real like relationships romantic and other and, and and otherwise determine the quality of your life anthony is like straight on with that
1: yeah and honestly so if you want to have a quality life surround yourself with quality people and be very particular about the people you surround yourself because quality is way more important than quantity and True. when you have a zero quantity or a thousand quantity, it's on both ends of those spectrum. Like, you just have to have quality people in your yeah. life.
0: I would rather have, like, five, like, seriously, like, solid dudes surrounding me than a hundred guys that are just, like, so-so. Right? You know? Um, so, yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on from that point, though. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to press play again here.
2: Well, it's really you What happens is our partners just become a mirror of some aspect Of ourselves that we don't usually see And it's really not so much about the love that you want to get It's really about us becoming and embodying fully the love that we are it isn't an outside-in game It's an inside-out game
0: Alright, so I like that It isn't an outside-in game It's an inside-out game right? Did I say that right? Outside-in game, inside-out game Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, I mean, you take it back to when you were single, right? Like, what's the advice you hear, right? Like, don't look for the person that you want to have. Be the person that that is deserving of that person, and that person will be attracted to you, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Does it make sense, actually? Did yeah. I say that right? Okay. At um, least I know what you're saying. But it so. <laughs> continues on forever, right? Um, it's not about demanding that somebody... Be there for you in every way that you need but instead you'd be there forever for in every way that your partner needs you fulfill what they need and then they're just kind of by default going to unless they're a complete narcissistic asshole they're by default going to probably give you back what you want as well right
1: yeah and just being able to give that love freely without expecting it back i think that's a huge part of it because sometimes you can like be like. Oh, I loved you in this way and I did this for you and I did this and
0: Oh, the points game. Yeah. yeah and you guys gotta be no equal,
1: game. right? But the crazy thing is and the thing that will level up your relationship.
0: Got it right <laughs> that time. Good is job. Point for free
1: <laughs> Is the fact that you can freely give your love and not have to expect it in return because you just hold resentment for your partner or for any relationship that you have by expecting something in return. And the crazy thing is, is when you freely do that, you get more than you expect in return.
0: Uh, whenever you're expecting shit in return, you're like for sure going to be upset and disappointed.
1: Yeah, we've talked about well, it's
0: expectations.
1: Yeah, we've talked about expectations before. You're always
0: going to be let down. Um. Why? Because your partner is not a goddamn mind reader, right? Um. We like as partners, we should be looking to like give things in return, but like to 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 expect a certain thing in a specific way that this per- person has no idea that you're actually expecting. I mean, that's a recipe for disaster and being let down. Yeah. It just is. So, move on? Right? Move on? <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Hold on. Okay, here we go. But
2: this requires courage, and the gift of my life for this woman beside me is I don't know a person who's had more courage, more love, more detonation, more faith, and that's what it takes, but the wild ride has been worth it at every possible level, and every challenge we face, and you're
0: all having... The wild ride has been worth it in every possible level, he says.
1: Yeah, he's actually going to follow that up with something pretty amazing you should... I
0: music. think that's worth discussing.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you want to say about that,
0: baby? A wild ride, right? <laughs> But we've but we've talked about this before too, where it's like in, in episodes before, where it's like this. It's like imagine if you gave up and you quit and you didn't have the next cool thing, right? You know, um, many times people quit way too soon. They give up way too soon. They have no idea of what's around the corner.
1: Yeah, and the craziest thing that you'll ever experience in a relationship, especially in a marriage, is when you make it through the hard shit, when you make it through the hard times, the, the times that you're just like, I don't think I can go on, I don't think that we can move forward. When you make it through that together, you become this amazing... You Well, you, you create this bond between the two of you that is harder to break. And so the next time you have something wild or something crazy that comes along that you feel like you can't handle, all of a sudden you're weirdly equipped with new armor that you can handle
0: it. Who who of you guys knows people like this? And I know a few, right? unfortunately. We get mad at someone and you're like, I'm never gonna talk to that guy again, or I'm not gonna talk to that girl again, or I'm not gonna talk to my mom again, or my brother or my sister again, right? How fucking weak is that? For real, right? Like for fucking real. Like that is the weakest ass shit of all time, right? If you did that the first time you got in a fight with your wife, you'd be divorced within a week. If that. You'd probably be divorced before you even got fucking married, right? Um, I like, I look back at a lot, like we've talked a lot about like my club too, man. And we sit down and we grind out shit in meetings and we fucking yell and we swear and we get pissed off at each other and this and that. And then when we're done, we give each other big hugs and we move on and the brotherhood gets stronger, right? Your relationship with your spouse does the same thing. If you just don't fucking quit and you just work shit out, it'll get stronger. Your relationship with your family, your mom, your dad, your siblings will get stronger, right? The longer you go on and the more you work this shit out, it'll get stronger. You'll have stronger relationships, why? because it takes, it takes work and it takes effort and it takes tension to get stronger. Why do you think going to the gym makes you stronger, right? You go to the gym and you work hard, you stress your muscles, you make them ache, you make them sore, they get stronger in the end. And what's the result you get? You're stronger, you're bigger, you're sexier. Like, it's all good in the end, right? But people give up way too goddamn soon and they don't ever get to the point where they're stronger. Yeah. <laughs> I had a mic. out and drop that shit right now. For real, people quit way too soon. And to siblings out there, they're like, they get in a fight with one sibling, and I'm never gonna talk to that bastard again, right? Well, that's just too goddamn bad, right? <laughs> because one, you don't have, you don't give your chance, you give yourself the chance to get stronger. And two, guess what? None, none of us get younger. Eventually, you're going to get a phone call one day that you don't want to get. And that sibling, you may never have the chance to make up with them again. You're going to feel really freaking bad. So, give yourself the chance to get stronger. Work through the hard times, work through the relationship shit. Um, do the discussion, do the hard shit, but in the end, come out and be stronger. Both of you, right? Because it takes both sides, right? especially in a relationship if one dude's like i'm gonna try i'm gonna try i'm gonna try and his wife's like oh fuck you i'm done right well that won't work also i'm talking to both of you right you both have to work this shit out
1: yeah and if you both go into a relationship realizing that you have to have those conversations so you got to keep that communication open and be willing to have the conversation to fix it then mm-hmm. you're both moving in an upward way to where you're going to better your relationship and when t-
0: Tony says it's well worth the wild ride he means it wild ride not some wild ass shit right?
1: yeah who was the one that we were talking about before where he was saying that he's like you are going to be hard to deal with I'm going to be hard to deal with who was that? what, what was his name? Gotta, Jer- I don't know you
0: gotta go on and give me more <laughs>
1: Well, basically, like, we, ha- we did a response to him. It was the first response when we did. Oh. But the thing that I loved about that is you've got to realize, like, sometimes it's easy to look at your partner. Sometimes it's easy to look at your brother. Sometimes it's easy to look at your child and be like, can you believe that they do these awful things? When And you're thinking, this person is so hard to deal with. Well, guess what? You started out in a relationship that was so easy because you were trying to like, become a better person for them. You were trying to attract that person like in a relationship, right? And all of a sudden, like, when you get so comfortable with each other, it's easy to pick each other apart. But when you like take it back to that time when you were actually willing to put in the effort and make that conversation happen, make those opportunities happen, you built a stronger relationship at that time. And when you stop doing those things, when you stop taking that action to have a better relationship, that's when it starts to fall apart. It's just
0: like, I mean, I always relate shit to like cars and motorcycles and shit like that. That's just what I do. But the guys that love their cars and their bikes the most are the ones that build custom cars and bikes, right? Why? Because it took a lot of fucking hard work and effort to get to the end result that, 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 that they want. All right, so if they just went to the store and bought that shit, completed, I've I've never understood that, right? So I've got these friends um, that build custom hot rods and muscle cars and stuff like that and then they sell them. They sell them for a shitload of money. They send them to like bra- Brazier's auction and people fly into the state to buy their cars and everything like that and I always think, think to myself, I think, how could they possibly appreciate that the same as if they would like build that in their garage? They're so wealthy they could go spend six figures or more on a... Sixty nine Chevelle, that's fucking perfect. But they're not the ones that built it. It's hard for me to understand that. I think it'd be cool to have one too. And if somebody pulled up and said, "Here's your keys," I'd be like, "Dope, right?" But still, I wouldn't appreciate it the same as if I built it in my own garage with my own hands, right? Yeah. Well,
1: one of the things that Tony says a lot is, he's like, when you're willing to spend money on something, when you're willing to invest in yourself then you actually want to put more time and effort into it because it's your hard-earned money, right? Like, you know what it took to make that money. He was talking about how when he was younger in one um, YouTube video that I was watching and he was saying about how he used to have to drive an hour and a half away to get to this bookstore. It's called, like, Knight's something. I don't know. But it was it a... Was one bookstore that you could get like self-improvement type books and he would drive an hour and a half away to get there and just the fact that he put in the effort to drive an hour and a half away to go get a book on tape that cost him three hundred dollars three hundred dollars was a lot for him to spend it was like a week's pay for him and to drive that far like that whole effort and the money that it took for him to like get that money from his job and spend that money like it just took more of him to put into it and so that he wanted to get something out of it. And so I think the journey that you're on and being able to make it through those things, the hard things that you have to deal with, that's what builds that strong muscle, right? Like when you go to the gym, you can't get muscles just by showing up at the gym. You have to actually put in the effort. You have to lift the weight. You have to break down that muscle so that it'll rebuild itself and repair itself, you know? And that's kind of how it plays out in other aspects of our lives and especially in relationships. You know, when when things are breaking down in your relationship, you have to put in that effort to be able to build it up stronger and better than before. And the way that the result of what happens when you're willing to put in that effort, when you're willing to put in the extra um, journey that you have to go through to get to that next level, it's so worth it. The result is so much more worth it.
0: Yes. All right. Why was we <laughs> on? Okay, I might see. be rambling a lot. We're know. like, as far as we <laughs> know, we're 50 seconds in into this video so far. Challenges if you're in a relationship. But somehow we seem
2: to think that we shouldn't have problems. I think the only problem you have is you think you're not supposed to have any.
1: Yes, that's my favorite part about the whole
0: video, right there. Tony just freaking he didn't just drop the mic; he threw the goddamn thing <laughs> across me. The only problem you have is you think you're not supposed to have any. Shri has her fav- favorite parts of this video. That is by far my favorite. Yeah. There. Um, the only problem that you have is you think you're not supposed to have I- any. You're
1: not supposed to have any problems. Yeah. Yeah
0: you're going to have them that is just the way life works and that is the way life is supposed to work it makes you stronger it makes you more like um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of it's uh, like you can stand up to adversity better right it's like uh, I think I mentioned this in, a, in another episode we did but um, some some podcast I listened to this guy was saying whenever I have an issue with my business or whatever it is I think to myself before I freak the fuck out I think to myself what if I had this issue like a thousand times straight how much would I react to it at that point in time I would have almost no reaction because I'd be used to it by then right Um, when you understand that you're going to have problems and it's normal and it's natural and it's actually good for growth then it's not like the end of the world every single goddamn time right you know the people that cut people out of of their lives they think they're not supposed to have any they think people in their lives are supposed to be perfect and they're supposed to love them all the time and they're supposed to be just fucking angels right but they're not right
1: yeah well i think too like in relationships like if you kind of like what you're saying like it makes it easier to get through those things because you realize that it's normal you know sometimes in life especially nowadays because we have social media we have everything out there that's showing like what this perfect life is supposed to look like we have all these examples that are not real and they're saying you know things got to be great you know if if your partner is this then they must be toxic or they must be like they they label all these different things that aren't that shouldn't really be labeled that way. But we're willing to accept those because it's easier to accept those than to face the hard thing and be like, Okay, let's have this conversation, let's communicate. I've had
0: conversations with people before, they're like, Oh but you and Shri are so good, and you're so this and that. I'm like, I want to fucking kill her sometimes.
2: <laughs> what? what?
0: <laughs> and I say afterwards, I'm like, and she wants to kill me more often than I want to kill her. That's just the way it goes, but that's right? that's the
1: wild ride. That's the crazy ride that you have to go on yeah. when you go into a relationship. Yeah. And guess what? Brandon and I have been at moments in our relationship where we didn't realize this was true, right? Like, especially like where we were at in the religion that we grew up in, like I expected perfection. I was striving for perfection. Like I thought it existed and I was like gonna have it. I'm like an overachiever and so like I just wanted to she have was, it. it. It was gonna be the
0: modern day leave it to was but, but she picked this guy, right?
1: No. What the hell was I thinking right. I don't know. Yeah, that's
0: some <laughs> stupid shit right there. No way.
1: But here's the crazy thing is like we had to go through those hard times. We had to like make it through these hard issues. I mean, there were many times where like one or both of us were just like, we don't think we could make it through. But it was through those times that we built up this resistance to what that would mean for our relationship and understanding that, you know what, this is normal. And we live in this world where we kind of like what I was going back to before is we live in this world where everything just kind of seems like we should have this perfect life and perfect world and perfect relationship. And if there's anything that's a little off from being perfect, like having that perfection, then all of a sudden there's something wrong with our relationship. But when you realize that that's just normal and you can hear from other couples that it's normal to have issues, it's normal to have differences, it's normal to have fights, it's normal to, like, want to strangle this guy over here. You know, like, that is normal and that's okay. But it's taking it back to the place of, like, and you're going talk to talk talk about it later in this, but being able to give more than, like, what you expect to receive from your relationship.
0: Yes, all right, let's go on the next part. We're now 57 seconds in. Here we go. Uh,
2: so my invitation to, if you're willing to do the one thing that's required to have a relationship, really be lasting and loving and passionate, and that is you have to decide to make your partner the most important thing.
1: True story.
0: A, <laughs> this is actually something I thought th- thought about, and I'm going to bring something up that's going to blindside Shri right here. Uh-oh. Yeah. Decide to make your partner the most important thing. Okay? That is 100% the truth, right? Now, here's where the struggle comes into marriage sometimes from a guy's point of view, okay? Guys, for the most part, and again, unless you're an asshole and we leave those assholes aside, right? But guys that mean well and love their partners, they make their spouse the most important thing, okay? Wives are naturally designed to make their children the most important things. And that leaves men feeling lonely sometimes. No matter how hard they try, they feel lonely and they feel left out and they feel like their partner does not care about them as much sometimes.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And... I think it's definitely a struggle, especially for women, because we are, and I say this all the time, but we are the nurturers, we are the ones that, like, are the caregivers, and so your first thought, your first, like, feeling of what you need to give to your family is for your children, because it is the most important thing that I have in my life for the next generation. You know, I do believe that we do shape our future by what goes on in our homes and what we can teach our children. But here's the crazy thing. This is something that I had to learn and I had to actually kind of embrace through different conversations that Brandon and I have had is just the fact that by showing our kids that we have an amazing relationship, that we put the effort into our relationship, there's no greater teacher than what they can see in the home. And and it's a hard balance, I will say. Like, it is hard because I'm just one, like, I want to be super mom and I want to be super wife and I want to be, like, all the super everything, right? Like, I wish I could just be, like, a superhero and I could handle it all and it could be all, like everything you ever imagined, you know, but there is a split of time. There is a split of, of your care and your nurturing that has to go one way or the other. But I think you have to, as a woman, as a mother, as a wife, you have to realize that there is a balance that you need to keep between that. And guess what, when your kids move out of the house, when they're, when they're gone, when they're living their own life, you don't need to have them be your full attention anymore, so putting dep- making deposits into your relationship with your spouse, with your husband, is crazy important, because when it comes to the end of the day, like it is you and your spouse, or you and your partner against the world, and, and I had some, a friend of mine one time tell me, he's like, you know, you and brandon moving to hawaii because we were in hawaii for a while and we kind of just like sold everything and we moved to hawaii and we didn't have jobs or anything we just went out there and we like made it happen right we made our dream happen and it was awesome and we were thriving right then covid came along and ruined it all for us we were living our dream life and it was amazing <laughs> But then COVID came along and like put a stop to that. And the crazy thing is, is is that was a very hard time for us. Like we had to move back and we lost like the dream life that we had like sold everything and went to make happen for ourselves. And Brad and I fought a lot when we came back because The way the world was and how weird it was and the one thing that my friend said to me is he's like you know the beautiful thing about what I can see with your relationship is that you guys kind of take things and it's you against the world and I think when you kind of see your partner in that way then it kind of makes you realize what your relationship is in in the way that you are with your children compared to the way that you are with your partner, right? Like eventually your kids, like your gift to your children is to give them this beautiful life that they can like go and become adults that can actually function in this world and actually not just function, but be able to succeed in this life that we have, right? But it's only for a short period of time, really like the life that you are wanting to, to Develop in the end is the one that you have with your partner. And actually, the crazy thing is, as I've seen this over the past year more than ever before, is I see the future that Brandon and I have together. And I don't think that every couple sees the future that they have together. And I can see where, where we're going to be at 10 years from now. And it excites me. It makes me like have this new excitement for life it makes me like like so pumped and I don't know like it's just this like new way of living and I think when you get to a point in your relationship where you can see where kind of see where it's going and like it's exciting and fun I don't know maybe we again <laughs> that's
0: good it should be fun you should be able to look to the future with optimism and you're excited about the things that come instead of thinking like, "Oh man, I gotta live with this schmuck for like, five more years." That's stupid, right? That'd be awful. Okay, all right. Let's let's move on to the next part.
2: If there's one gift you want to give in any relationship, is stop questioning the intent. Before...
0: That was like a whole like four seconds. <laughs> stop questioning the intent. How many times do we fuck that up?
1: That's a hard one, you guys. That's a you know, hard mad one. At, mad at
0: them because they didn't do things like the way you thought. You're like, Oh, I wonder what their intentions were, right? <laughs> oh, he's being a smart ass or he's being mm-hmm. passive aggressive or Whatever the case may be, when in fact they might just be fucking oblivious and didn't really think twice about the dumb shit they just did or said.
1: You can be so creative in your mind, and you can like think up all these things and like reasons for the way that the reason why they're doing things. But usually in situations where I'm like going crazy in my own head, and I'm like, I'm in this
0: cycle loop in my brain, and I'm like, usually you're
2: like
0: like (laughs) me, like for my for my my own experience usually I'm wrong right but here's the thing right when things don't make sense we have the natural uh build not ability but we we naturally start to connect dots that may or may not be there right so if something doesn't make sense your partner's not communicating effectively um, I don't know sometimes Sheree's just not very good at communicating her plans or things like that right not like I, I am either, but sometimes she's like, really like not good good at it. And so I'm like, well, wait a minute, she said this, but then this thing happened and this thing happened. Holy shit, like those don't, those things don't line up. So let me connect more dots that I think more line up. Then I end up way into the fucking left field, left this way, left field. <laughs> and I'm just like imagining worst case scenario when in fact she's just kind of like doing what she always does by saying like side blinded and like, up leveling and stuff like that where she, she just com- communicates somewhat off right you know she, had, she meant no harm I was wrong in the dots that I connected um, but because I questioned her intent I, I, I ended up in this place that was just absolutely like not based on real life at all
1: I think you can be so crazy in your own mind, right? Like when you lock yourself up in your own head and your own thoughts, then all of a sudden you spin wheels that don't need to be spun, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like going to worry town when you don't really need to go there. And I think it just is really the communication part of that and understanding that, you know, if you voice your thoughts or your emotions and it's okay to feel those emotions then all of a sudden it can all be cleared up and when you get to that point in your relationship like then it's kind of like what we were talking about before when it doesn't have to be as big of a deal like all of a sudden like you get through things a whole lot easier and don't jump to conclusions like just open up that communication and realize that okay I can think that this is going to happen but if i ask him then maybe it's completely different than what i thought and then your crazy town doesn't even have to happen
0: right all right let's move on it's the story of they're a bad person and
2: marry the truth and usually they will wake up out of the nightmare and love you more because you brought them this true we're just all freaking human doing the best we can if somebody's done something that you think is unforgivable rather than controlling that or pulling back love try just bringing more love to the circumstance Love. Now.
0: i feel like that's one thing we've talked about before too where it's like what's what's the other option right so what uh, so you're mad you're upset about the way things didn't go down are you going to pull back love and you're just going to be like a dick forever, and then your relationship's going to spiral downhill and be awful? Or are you going to like take the other option, which is just like continue to love the person and just move on, right?
1: Well, I think it even goes further than that because I think when you're in an argument and you do get into that that zone where you're, like, letting your your will spin in your head and you're just kind of locked in your own thoughts and you don't communicate the things that are going on in your head, then all of a sudden, like, it's easier to pull that love away. Like, it's easier to stop giving that love and being like, why isn't he giving me love instead of giving that love? And actually, there, not too long ago, a couple months ago, like, we were kind of having an argument that I was having a really hard time getting through and getting past and I remember you were at work and I went and I sat in the closet and I was just the sitting I, I was sitting in the closet and I was just like what do I want out of this situation like what is this bringing to me what is the spinning of these wheels in my head like doing for me right now and <laughs> and and
0: we're loud. My he's <laughs> playing games with his friends in his room, and they're—he's being loud. <laughs> but
1: it—but the whole—the whole funny thing about that whole situation was, I was locked in my own head, and I was in my own closet, right? And I wasn't expounding to the fact that literally in the closet. <laughs> I was literally in the closet, and I was letting all these emotions just flood into. My body, into my brain, into everything, into my being and everything that I felt, right? And and something that Tony teaches a lot is you've got to be in the right state of mind. And in that moment, I wasn't in the right state of mind. And I realized I'm like, I could be angry about what I'm not receiving. I could be angry at all these different things. But in that moment, I just, I thought about, I'm like, what if Brandon comes home and I say this and this and this is what's wrong and this is what you need to do better or this and this is something that you need to work on for my happiness right like and then I realize I'm like I'm being super selfish in this moment I'm like I'm sitting here in my own thoughts in my own closet and locking myself up to where it's only like I'm only getting getting advice from my own thoughts and my own self like purpose for what I want right and all of a sudden I I realized that I could I could tell him everything that I'm thinking right now and where does that get me what's the end result by telling him all these things that I'm like you need to do this 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 and this I'm like those are all things that are saying that you need to give to me and in that moment I realized like if I'm feeling this way, if I'm feeling like I'm lacking in in any way, in any situation, then it's easy to point fingers and say that you are the issue. But he's probably feeling the same emotions, the
0: same feelings.
2: Yeah,
1: like I was sitting in the closet and I was like, oh my gosh, like if I were to think about what his thoughts would be if I tell him all these things. He's going to probably say, I feel these same emotions. I feel these same things that we're going through. And all of a sudden it put me in a place of like, okay, well, if he's feeling those emotions, what am I needing from him? What am I asking him to give me? And I realized in that moment that I needed to give that what I was needing to him. Because if we're feeling the same emotions because we are so bonded on so many levels, him and I usually actually do feel the same way all the time. It's like I'll just be like, okay, this is the way I feel. And he's like, well, I feel that same way too. And I'm like, girl, I don't want to hear you say that, you know. But oftentimes it's true. And if you can recognize that in your partner and you, instead of on the flip side, be able to realize, okay, well, all these things that I'm needing from him, I just need to give to him and all of a sudden. But don't expect that in return and all of a sudden, it kind of flips it around, and it all of a sudden... Are you saying
0: that if I want you to wear the lingerie more often, I have to wear the lingerie for you? No.
1: No? Hell to the no on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Not in.
0: No, but, no, but it is funny, though, because that is exactly how it works. Like, you think you're, 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 you're the one. Like, you have this delusion in your brain that, like... I'm the one that's feeling all all this lack. I'm the one that's feeling, feeling like they're not giving me what I need. And then like your spouse is sitting at home and th- thinking like, kind of the same shit, right? You know, so what do you do? You eventually go through that enough times where you're just like, well, like we're both sort of like l- lacking in all these ways. And that's what m- makes this thing be, be beautiful actually, because we can continue to learn and grow and try to do better tomorrow than we were yesterday.
1: I think too and the beauty that comes with that is just realizing that all the things that you feel like you're lacking when you can give that to a partner that is so bonded to you then all of a sudden you're being what you needed from your partner and all of a sudden they reciprocate that because they see that it comes from a genuine place like comes from your heart so
0: yep agreed okay let's move on to the this two minutes Has taken forever <laughs> Here we go. Nice.
2: Here's the solution Be a generous lover And it all gets solved Someone who's Wants to get more love When they're trying to get back. Someone who doesn't measure It's not a transaction Someone who not just get Because their needs are met Where we think there is love was
0: well, basically what we were just saying right Um <laughs> just give more than you receive. And when you give more, I mean, it's the law of attraction. It's the law of the universe. When you give more than you receive, you're by default going to receive back as well.
1: Well, I think this is actually my most favorite part about the whole entire thing because really, when you can be a generous lover in so many ways, there's so many ways in a relationship you can be a generous lover, right? And For guys,
0: it's very simple. <laughs> you don't have to think of all those ways. There's only very few ways that guys are interested in.
1: But what just, basically... Just, just so you yeah, know. No? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's part of it, right? Like, And and that's what plays into it, and I think that's what's kind of beautiful in it because I think... Here's the thing, and this is what I love about the whole phrase of being a generous lover, lover is that you're willing to not that you have to but you're willing to give more than you expect to receive and kind of that's kind of been the theme throughout the whole thing but even in every aspect right like whenever there's a fight and you feel like you're very much the one in the right and he's very much in the one the one in the wrong if you still believe like if you can still be that generous um Oh my gosh, the generous lover—is <laughs> that the right word? Yep, that's the one. <laughs> Sorry, it's like the ones. Um, when you can be that generous lover, like you, you get over yourself. You get over the fact that like you have to be right. All of a sudden, you can give love more than you are expecting to receive, and in so many aspects of it you know like even in intimacy you know sometimes it's hard as women to feel like we're in the mood or wanting to be at the same level as men because men are wired differently than us they really are they think about sex way more than we think about sex right and and when you know that that's something that your partner needs that your spouse needs Then all of a sudden, like you want to give more in your intimacy, you want to give more in many aspects of your relationship, and you're constantly thinking of ways to give to them instead of the things that you're lacking. And I think that's the most beautiful part about being a generous lover is just being able to want and desire to give the partner, your partner, what their needs are, and being able to be there for them.
0: Right. I like it. Okay, here we go.
2: There is always love. It's always present because it's our nature. We think we're not lovable. It's not. We just have to drop the mask and uproot what we're not. So we can allow our nature just to be and express itself. It's like we
1: have an opportunity to be what I really believe we were all born to be, which is to love. And it's more beautiful than I can even convey.
0: That's the end of it.
1: Well, I do love where where she ends with that because
0: that's the part that I like the least, actually.
1: <laughs> it sounds so like
0: it's. It sounds so like hall hall hallmarkish. It's more beautiful than I can convey. No, it's a fucking nightmare sometimes because we fucking brawl right, like back and forth, back and forth. But it's worth the wow. Wild- Wild ride, like Tony says.
1: Okay, but he says that. But I will say this guy is more like you look at this guy and like he has this tough facade, right? But he is such a teddy bear on the inside. So you guys don't be fooled by the fact that he thinks this is a uh, that whole ending was a hallmark experience because it's I will say <laughs> the voice and everything.
0: It just sounds like a hallmark she's, after school she's special.
1: Emotional. but here's mm-hmm. the thing, like. When I met Brandon, I I lived a very different life in my own home and there wasn't a whole lot of like hugging or kissing or loving and showing affection in any like physical manner. And when I started dating Brandon and we would hang out with friends, I noticed that Brandon would like hug all of our friends and I just was like, "I don't even hug my own family like it was it was kind of this weird thing, but he grew up in a in a very huggy family, very like physically loving family and that sounds weird <laughs>
2: <family>.
1: but the, <laughs> the funny thing was is that's one of the most beautiful things that I that I kind of love about having Brandon in my life for is that he has opened up the doors to even my own family and showing them them the example of what it means to show affection and giving love and hugging each other and expressing how much you love each other with words and that was something that I never grew up like having as a normal thing in my life and like Brandon was saying earlier, like when we go and hang out with our friends and with the people that we that surround us that are really amazing friends that we have, then all of a sudden, like when we leave, Brandon's making the rounds like two or three times, hugging all of our friends, telling them how much he loves them. So, I will say you are a lover. Yeah, <laughs> and well, I like, am. <laughs> it's more <but> beautiful <laughs> than
2: I'm but sorry. he, he, just, he actually shows he shows that spent, love in many ways. I spent
0: time <laughs> watching all the homework after doing specials after school.
1: And, hey, you know,
0: guess what? Remind me of it. Guess but she, she's not wrong. And even in my club, all these big burly bikers, <laughs> we never leave an event unless all of us make the round and give all the hugs, right? You know, and say all the, I, I love yous and all that stuff, right? So again, the quality of your life comes down to the quality. Co- quality of your relationships i think that's like the theme of this whole thing and i think it's awesome and i think it's true and i think you should fucking love the people that you're for friends with and you shouldn't be afraid to say it um
1: yeah and, and weirdly enough in all of our friendships we usually like if if you're one of our close friends like that's how we leave each other is you know here's the thing is life you never know what's going to happen tomorrow like we've recently had like a few of our friends that have had to have emergency surgeries because of tumors and things like that you know we're at the age where weird stuff happens and you never know what tomorrow will bring you know car accidents things like that and when you can leave even just a barbecue and give the people love, the love that you can give at that time, you know, it's kind of the most beautiful thing yeah. when you can find those friendships, when you can surround yourself with people that you trust, that you love, that will, that make you feel like a better person just by being around them. Those are the types of people you surround yourself a, with.
0: I have a friend that in just the past year, he's lost two two of his really close friends and uh, I didn't know them but I do know him right and I know the, like the, the struggle he's going through um, and it's super sad and I've thought a lot about that in the last few days because we just we just lost one of them um, he's a the guy that rides with us sometimes he lives up north so I've never met the guy but a bu- bunch of guys I know know, know him super sad so I've, I've put a bunch of thought towards this and in the thing that I've learned is this the thing that I've like come, come to is this is live every single day like it's your last day right don't take your relationships for granted don't take your family and your friends for granted um, don't take the things that you enjoy and the things that you love to do for granted either live your life right I mean the two friends that my good buddy have Have um, lost. They both died doing the thing that they love, right? Some of you might say, "Well, that's why you shouldn't ride motorcycles," right? Others would say, "That's exactly why you should do it every freaking day, and you should live with a smile on on, on your face," right? Um, As tragic as it is, I mean, there's something to be said for somebody who died doing the thing they love, right? Um, So whether that's what takes you or not. Is not my point. My point is this. Live live each day like it's your last. Enjoy it. Love your relationships. Um, There are things in your life that won't seem perfect all the time. Like I'm looking around my house right now. You guys can't see it, but I'm looking over there. And things are not in place like I would like them to be. But the fact that there's a basketball sitting on a chair right there where it's not supposed to be means that my little girl still lives at home with me. And that makes me feel good. Um, So appreciate the things that you can appreciate the things that you have and um, yeah the quality of your relationships determines the quality of your life so foster those things build those things make them better each day Um, because if you do whether you're rich whether you're poor whether you have all the things in life that you want you're still gonna have a smile on your face because you have the people surrounding you that you want to be surrounding you with
1: Yeah, and play hard, love hard, and make sure that you really enjoy the little moments that happen in your life, because those little moments are the ones that are most remembered, and surround yourself make sure that you're creating the people that you look that you have in your life that matter make sure that you create moments with those people because you never know when it's going to be that last moment with them but you know surround yourself with everybody that you love and show them that you love them continually so
0: yep, i think that's how we're going to end this shit right here so um Love hard, live hard, play hard, do all the things. Um, die with a smile on your face, cross the finish line with fucking bugs in your teeth and shit like that because you went hard. You know what I mean? Like, do life hard. Lots of people uh, die when they're thirty and they don't learn their heart. doesn't actually stop until they're seventy-five, right, or more, right? live until you die right live this life love your friends hang out with them do the things love your spouse um your kids are going to eventually move out someday so realize that there needs to come a point in time when they're all gone that your that your wife and you or your husband husband and you you still have a reason to live and be together right foster your marriage is the most important thing that you can do I would even venture to say is more important than your, your re- relationship with your kids, right? Because your kids need to see the example, right? Um, your spouse comes first, your kids come a very, 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 very close second, like a like photo finish second in NASCAR, right? Like that close, right? But still, your spouse still comes first, right? Um, do all the shit, man, yeah. live it, have fun.
1: And I actually heard this quote this last week that I thought was kind of beautiful and maybe we can end with it, but put life into your life. Think about that for a second. Actually live your life to the fullest, you know? Give life to your life. Like, enjoy every moment and that's kind of what we've been saying. So put life into your life and enjoy the little things because when you can really have happiness every single day... That's what matters most. That's where the real success is, right?
0: True story. Then, end, <laughs> and it Beginning was with a, a bang. 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 Bang.
1: Bang, and bang. Bang. and bang.
0: Peace out. See ya. love you guys. <laughs> Until next time. Bye.